incredible feeling. <laughs> Sorry. Got a bit <laughs> carried away tonight. Our last show. Yeah. Last show of 2020. Uh-huh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Marius has his Christmas jumper on. Natasha's wearing her 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 hat. Looking good, guys. Looking good. Yeah, our final show. We've we've made it. We've done it. We're here. What what what? How successful are we, huh? I feel like I. Th- I feel like we deserve an Oscar or a Grammy. I think an Oscar is more valuable than a Grammy. Don't you think? Good evening, everybody. Uh, good evening, uh, Marius. Good evening, Natasha. I love your sweater, by the way, Marius. Looks really good. <laughs> He's a proud elf. <laughs> yes, very proud elf. Hang on, I just need to fix my camera. This is the, the wonderful world of technology. I'm looking at myself because, uh, and I'm frozen on a very awkward picture. So I need to get, <laughs> I need to get rid of that picture and just hope my camera works again. Can you see me moving, by the way, or can you also see a very awkward picture of me? No, I see you swiveling in your chair. You're all good. Oh, okay, terrific. I look at the moment. I look like Madonna in my picture. <laughs> Uh, I've, I'm in a very good mood. You know, I, I if you asked me uh, seven months ago about this, I I, pop, I wouldn't say you were lying or you were drunk or anything. I just wouldn't really put too much thought into it. But but here we are, and I'm so excited. We've achieved so many good things, so many good things we can all be proud of. And it's been good. It's been good. Really, really good. What are you drinking, Marius? Uh, whiskey without an E. What is this whole whiskey without an E thing? Please explain this to me. Well, it, it's basically, um, let's call it the Scottish way of spelling whiskey and the United States way of spelling whiskey. Right. Okay. In short. Right. There's a long story to it, but yeah, in short. Okay. And um, what, what are you drinking, Natasha? I have my pink gin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, rose-infused gin. Quite nice. See, I wanted to buy some Baileys from um, the Albert Hain here at where we are, but they don't sell. So I had to uh, make do with... Um, I finished it now, so I can't show you, but uh, I had to make do with one of those uh, Rattlers. Is it at least Rattler with alcohol? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's, uh, <laughs> of course. But it's, uh, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite, but uh, out of all the drinks they had, which wasn't a very big selection, I thought, okay, well, I'll go for that. So I, I, so you see, the thing is, so they, they sell the, the, the alcohol behind the counter. So you have to tell the, the cashier what you want. And... Um, Anyway, so I pay for this. I pay for this thing, and now I don't want to walk out of Albert Hain with two cans of of Radler. So I put them in my bag, 
And I was packing my bag and I accidentally scanned my Rattler at the self-service. And uh, anyway, I ignored it. And the guy, one of the sales assistants is like, oh, you need to pay for that. So I said, I did. I've got the, re- I, d- I, didn't, I don't have the receipt, but I have my, my, my digital receipts on my phone. And luckily the guy who was behind the counter said, no, yeah, yeah it's fine. He, he's paid. So that was a bit of an awkward situation. But anyway, I got my alcohol, and uh, that's been, that's, um, I'm, I'm in a very good mood, very good mood tonight. Um, we've got some news to get into. Uh, we've uh, Have you guys updated your Deadpool list? I did a bit of updating um, uh, this evening whilst I was, get it, whilst I was uh, preparing for the show, and... Um, some people uh, I had to uh, I had to uh, get rid of because they they outshined uh, my Deadpool list. But uh, I'm going to be giving that out. Um, some other really good things uh, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, on the show. Are we ready? Should we play a song? Should we get things started on the show? What song do you guys want to hear? I'll let you guys do. I'll let you guys choose your choose the music tonight. What do you guys want to hear? Something Christmassy rock. Christmassy rock. All right. Well, Maybe then, jingle bells rock. <laughs> jingle bell rock. Okay. Well, before I do that, let me play this for you guys. Apparently, this song is making its round. It's making its rounds around the UK. Listen to this. I think it's hilarious. It already has 1.2 million hits. Listen to this. You know, I think they should just get rid of God Save the Queen and just have this as the national anthem. The England rugby team uh, fired up uh, before a rugby World Cup. So oh, definitely. Know. You never know. I mean, look. It's, it's good people are actually singing about this. And this is apparently number, I don't know how, I don't know how it's possible, but it's actually vying for number one on the UK charts. Listen to the wording. This will never be played on radio, but somehow it is vying for the number one spot. Yes. All right, we all know about that. It's just a pity that uh, he doesn't know that himself. But anyway. All right, uh, so what do we got here? Um, so you, you want Rocking Christmas. Right. I got Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Um, what else? There you go, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle it's... Bell Rock. You want to play that? Yeah. All right, Why let's, not? let's play that. Let's play some Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. And uh, let's have a, a good show. Our last one. Mm-hmm. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Swing and Jingle 
bells ring Snowing and blowing A bushels of fun Now the jingle hop has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells chiming, jingle bell time Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square In the frosty air What a bright time It's the right time To rock the night away Jingle bell time Is a swell time To go gliding in the one horse sleigh Giddy up jingle horse Pick up your feet Getting very jolly in his uh, in his chair. Look look at that, eh? He's got the he's got the port going. He's being all jolly. Look at that, eh? What a what a what a sight to see. Yeah. What's been your uh, what's been your 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 highlights? Not of Amsterdam Lab, but of this year. If you can make it, if you can think of anything, what's been your your highlights of twenty twenty? For me, it's passing integration exams and finally being on my way to be a Dutch citizen. I think definitely. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely something to be proud of and something to to. Uh, look, you know, look back on and reflect on that. I mean, it's the same as me when I when I became a citizen of of the UK this year. You know, I d- I didn't know that, you know, what was going to happen happened in regards to this pandemic. And I think that was the second best thing I can look back on in in good in 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 a, in, in a good spirit. Obviously, the the biggest thing was starting this, but yeah, that that's come to think of it, because so much has happened this year. That has been one of the the most really cool things I've I've experienced, and it was so strange because, you know, I, I initially I, I submitted my application, and you know they said, oh well, uh, it's going to take about it can take up to three months. So I knew this already and I thought, okay, well, you know, I can't go anywhere because they have my documents. And I kid you not, within two weeks of submitting my application, I got a letter in the post. Now, I knew it was from the government because it was in that official paper and all of that. So what I didn't do is I didn't read from the top I read from the bottom because I'm I'm waiting for the bad news. So I'm reading this this letter and I'm psyching myself up for whatever bad news is going to come my way. 
and I see your application has been successful. You now need to book a date for your for your um, ceremony. And I read that again. I said, no, wait, what? Your application has been successful. You now can book a date for your ceremony. And then I read the top and it said, you know, Wade Hutchinson, born, blah, blah, blah. And then it took a few moments to, to sink in that, okay, wow, this is really happening. And um, yeah, and then literally a few weeks after that, I attended my ceremony. And about two weeks after that, I got my passport. Everything just happened like that. And I, you know, this whole process, I was expecting to take three months, as they told me. I was never expecting it to be that quick, but it did. And I was so happy once I got my passports. I, I came back one uh, from uh, meeting some, some people and they they put, uh, they they said they were going to, uh, I had to sign for it, uh, sign for my passports. And I wasn't there. So anyway, I got home and my passport, they just put it through the, the post box, in the, through the door. And I, I saw this, I saw this post for me. And I knew straight away because I could sort of see in this plastic packaging that it resembled a passport of such. So I opened the packaging and there it was. There was my passport. And uh, yeah, it was just, that was a really good start to my year. Obviously, as I said, I wasn't expecting, you know, COVID to put a, a, a damp on, on all of this. But yeah, that was a really good start to my year. Um, I went to Paris for the first time and, uh, just, it was just, I thought, well, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be my year. Obviously it didn't turn out that way in the beginning. It's ended that way. I mean, I, I, I've achieved stuff I would never have thought of and I've met some amazing people, you know, not to mention, you know, the people I work with here at Amsterdam lab. So yeah, it's been, it's been a one hell of a year. Marius, what's been your memorable moment of 2020? Well, uh, interesting. Uh, it has been, I think, for a lot of people, quite a challenging year. Uh, but for me personally, it's most probably realizing um, that I've been in the Netherlands for five years and I had to renew renew my, what they call, for Blaise title, uh, which was successfully renewed for another five years. Um, so that is good. And... Um, I think from a personal point of view, that was one of the the yardsticks um, or, um, you know, the checkpoints that we've put into the ground as a family and say, okay, let's stay in the Netherlands for five years, see how it goes, and when we get to five years, we'll make another decision um, of where we want to go, what we want to do, how we want to move forward. Um, so that's where we are at the moment, and uh, we most probably will take... Um, this uh, festive season um, to decide as to how we move forward. Do we move to another country? Do we move to Spain, to Portugal, um, to the Caribbean? So these are all the options that, that we're evaluating. Um, I think my, my daughter has put a bit of a, a spanner in the works because she is in the process of buying a business. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that has been uh, a curveball. Uh, 
received, and uh, we need to we need to try and work through it and manage it. Yeah, there's. I must say, you know, your your daughter is a is a. I mean, I've I've met your daughter a few times, and she's a very a very intelligent um, person. Um, but I, I, you know, she she gets that from you, Marius. So you can. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Wade. I'll pay you later. Yeah, that's all right. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll send you my iPad. Annette is waiting to stab someone in the background. <laughs> where is uh, where is your wife, by the way, Annette? Uh, they're both upstairs okay. um, um, preparing. I mean, you can see the Christmas tree mm. behind me. It's, it's quite a big uh, affair in, in the Stemcom family uh, during December, especially leading up to Christmas Day and Christmas Eve and all of that preparing food and getting everything ready uh, for basically the next three days. Um, so what they do is they prepare a huge amount of food. It's only the three of us, but they'll prepare a huge amount of food. Um, and then we'll eat that for the next three, four days. Uh, and that's what they're busy with. Uh, you saw some of the pictures, yeah, yeah. Uh, the gingerbread men that they built. Uh, there's some tipsy tarts and some melon meringues and... Uh, there's a whole um, uh, lamb's uh, shank in the in the oven at the moment. I can actually smell it while I'm sitting here. So there's a lot of these stuff happening in the background, and uh, uh, they are busy upstairs uh, putting things together for the Christmas table. All right. So I don't want to interfere there at the moment. So. No, of course not. No. I mean, what? I mean, you you you're in the best. You you're in the hands of the best entertainment. Come on. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've I've never I, when you sh- when you showed me that picture on in the WhatsApp group, I'll be very honest. I don't think I've ever eaten a gingerbread man ever, and it's gonna sound really like what the fuck, but I've never eaten anything. I don't recall ever eating a gingerbread man. Seriously, mm. you haven't lived, Wade. You haven't lived. Well, apparently not, because I I have <laughs> I've, I've I've never seen Harry Potter, and people wonder how my life has been. Uh, yeah, I. I I cannot recall ever eating a gingerbread man. Maybe I have, but I I don't recall ever eating one. I've oh. never I've never I've never been a fan of ginger, that you know, the taste ginger. So that's why I, I probably never bought a gingerbread man. Maybe I've been given a gingerbread man, you know, as a as a gift or something, but I don't I don't recall ever eating one. But you, you need to you need to have a homemade gingerbread man. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that is special. I mean, if you look at in and if I just looked at uh, how the two girls toiled in the in the kitchen today, bucking and brewing and doing all these things, uh, it's made with love, you know. So in, in despite just the taste of it, of course it tastes good, but just the appreciation of what has yeah. has gone into it. I mean, a lot of uh, eating the food is part of it, but the whole setup and the preparation and getting the ingredients ready and mixing it, and that's the whole process. It's almost like a journey you have to take, and that's basically part of the eating process. My, well, at least in my life. My, my friend, my, my very good friend in Germany, we were, we were talking before the, before the show, the video called her, and um, she, she made gingerbread last night because um, she wanted to call me, but we were... I was, you know, I was doing the show, so I couldn't talk to her. And she showed me some pictures of these gigantic gingerbreads that they made, her and her partner. And I said, you know, well, how was it, you know? And she said, you know, it was so sweet. 
I think my teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> oh, I, I see your family's come. Yeah, they, they suddenly came down. Let me see them. I haven't seen <laughs> your I haven't seen your family for a while. Obviously, our, our, our listeners can't see them, but so I'll describe them to our listeners. Marius is sitting all very proudly in the in the living room. You're in the living room, right? Or is this your personal office? Yeah, uh, you're part of the living room. Okay. Sitting here very proudly. I still, for some reason, I cannot see Natasha's webcam. I, c- I don't know what you're wearing. I saw a picture that, that you took of a screenshot, but that's about it. <laughs> You still can't see me. No. That's really strange. Well, you can't see Natasha. I, I can't. I'm I'm still stuck on this on this horrible, awkward picture that I have of my webcam, of this Madonna it's picture. Weird. Hang on. I'm going to switch my camera off. And well, I can see both of you very clearly and myself. Can you? Yes. Oh. You see, this so, is yeah. a this is a very good indication that I need a new computer. <laughs> I can I can see Marius moving. Really, I just cannot see Natasha. I can stop my, I'll stop my video. Perhaps then uh, Natasha will pop up. Let me do that. And then you can see how, how sexy she looks in her, in her Christmas hat. No, I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing clothes, not just a hat. <laughs> just, just for our listeners. Oh, don't ruin it for me, Marius. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I, no, I cannot see anyone now. Oh, now I can see. Okay. Right. Okay. So this is this is pathetic. Now I can't see Marius. Anyway, yeah. by the way, I'm looking forward to our. I'm looking forward to our post Christmas lunch. <laughs> Are we going to be having? Do I need to wear I'll a face wear mask? Do I need to wear a face mask? At your In house? my house, no. No, no, no. I need to know because you know. Okay, now I can see both of you now. <laughs> All right, this is this is this is a good Christmas present. Okay. Aww. So what no, you don't have to wear a face mask in my house, but if you're taking public transport, Wade, then a face mask is necessary. Well, I uh, I should be getting my my freedom back tomorrow. You finally fixed your bicycle. Well, they're going to come around tomorrow. Um so I'm I'm just going to have to swallow my tongue and just pay the 15 euros. And at least I'll get my freedom back. You know, you should have just done this from the start. I, I, I should have, but I looked. I've looked everywhere, and I've, I've literally, because you see where I live, there's a reception downstairs. So I asked. I've asked for the past three nights. Has anyone found a key? And they've said, look, if there was a key, we would, we would put it in a, in a special envelope, and, you know, let you know. But. There's been no key, so I've come to the fact that okay, it's gone. I don't know where I've put the thing, but it's gone. So I'm gonna have to swallow my tongue. Luckily, this will be the last time I'll ever have to spend a lot of money. It's been the it's been the worst Christmas ever, honestly. But you know what? I want to show you guys something because uh, you've never been to the studio, Natasha. No. So I want to show you. I want to show you something. Right, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn my camera around. Okay. Can you see? Break it. Can you see anything? Yeah. Because by the way, I I still I can, I'm still stuck on that horrendous picture, so I can't see. But you see, I've got my 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 motivation motivational book. If Gareth only knew how much you loved him. No, I think he does. <laughs> 
But you see, I've also yeah, hashtag fanboy. I've got you see, you see our, our setup here. Obviously, it's miss, yeah. it's missing a few things, but you know, we've got the telephone. We've got the, still have an analog telephone. <laughs> well, you know, so yeah, it's 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 a very cozy, uh, it's a very cozy um uh, environment. But yes, I got my my book that I sometimes read for um before the show. Did you did you listen to the 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 link I sent you by the way? Yeah, to to part of it. It's pretty much what I told you uh I told you uh yesterday. You sound uh yeah, different but the same but different. Did you listen to it, Marius? Because I sent it to Marius as well. Uh no, not yet. Okay. Uh, you need to listen uh, to it because it's it's so it's surreal that this was this was only in February and I, I sound I sound obviously I sound very radio-y, but I just I, I can't believe I'm saying to myself that was me. Oh. Look, I never listen to back to my own shows or my own recordings. I'm my own worst critic, so even when I still did my shows, I refused to watch or to listen to them once they were out. No, no, not just that, but it's just the fact that that's what I sounded like on the radio. You know now. You know, when I do listen back, and I, I don't listen back often to the show, um, but when I do listen back, and I sometimes, I, I sound a lot more happier. I sound more relaxed. It's good. I, I You know, I think, I think it's because, you know, I, I'm surrounded by peop, smarter people. That's all. All right, let's get into some news. You want to hear some news? All right, take another sip, Natasha. Right, now listen to this. More than 10,000 corona cases. There, well, there's been more than 10,000 corona cases, but the upward, the upward trend uh, seems to be slowing down, according to uh, health experts. Um, now, the seven-day average uh, has been dropping slightly for the first time in more than three weeks. And that's according to figures from the... How do you say this this company? Rivim? No, R-E-V-M. R-E-V-M. separately. R-E-V-M. R-E-V-M. Yeah. R-E-V-M. All right. Well, that's according to them. Now, the daily figure of 10,447 cases was 6.5% uh, lower than uh, a week ago when the numbers were inflated by the inclusion of around 6,000 positive tests which was delayed by uh, data processing problems. Now, in the last seven days, the average of 11,652 cases have been recorded per day, uh, representing an increase of 13.5% uh, uh, compared to a week earlier. So it's, it's, I guess this is, you can call this positive news, can you? At this stage, it's all relative. I think, you know, unless the number sits, I think the government set the, the agenda for 4,000 for the lockdown restrictions to be lifted. We're still duly screwed. I mean, we're 6,000 above what we need to be. So yeah. is it going down? Yay. But um, I uh, wouldn't pop the champagne yet. I see that. Um, and I'm very disappointed about this, but I see that uh, Europe has opened up again to, to the UK because the UK said, what? This is unfair. Only we can control our borders. And South Africa. Mm, and Yes, and South Africa. Apparently, I was reading earlier, 
this this virus that's in South Africa that comes from the UK, apparently the UK is now saying it's a lot more stronger, this virus coming from South Africa, than the one that's floating around in the UK. But they would say that. Well, it was the case with the Rugby World Cup as well. Mm. Yeah, no, they're just very bitter. They're just very bitter. Mm. Now, uh, very, very... um, shocking news, and I'm, I'm sure you guys heard about this today. Um, Trump has pardoned some people, um, not just any people, but he's, a, he's pardoned some, um, some black water killers. Now, this is because um, uh, these are supposedly um, soldiers. They were part of a, an armored convoy um, that opened fire uh, indis- indiscriminately with machine guns and grenade launchers uh, on a crowd of unarmed uh, people in an Iraqi capital. Now, he's pardoned these, these, um, these guards uh, for killing these 14 civilians back in 2017. Obviously, this, uh, this, this has caused outrage, and rightly so, around the world. But I think Trump is just, you know, having his... Uh, his Kind of, he's kind of final say on on things, you know. He's kind of like, oh well, I'm not going to be president anymore, so I may as well just, I may as well just do what I do what I want now, because that's kind of what Donald Trump, that's that's kind of what Donald Trump does anyway. Terrible, very terrible. Now I don't know, I don't know if this happened in the in the Netherlands. I, uh, I got to experience this um, just before I left um, to come to the Netherlands. Um, but I see that uh, Tesco's is um, Tesco's is, is reinducing uh, buying limits um, on items uh, including toilet paper, um, eggs, rice, uh, soap, and hand wash. Now, I don't know what the difference between soap and hand wash is, but apparently they've put limits on that. Uh, now, the limits are believed to be preemptive, uh, preemptive measures to help smooth demand in the next few weeks rather than a reaction, for, a reaction to shortages or change in, in buying behavior. I experienced this. Now, as I said, I don't know if you, I don't know if you and uh, Natasha, I don't know if you and Marius experienced this in the Netherlands and in the beginning of, of Corona this year, but when you, when you went to the supermarkets, um, there were actually a little plastic, um, like tickets next to certain items that said, Oh, you can only buy two of these items. And you would, you would actually get checked if you, if you took more than two items at the, at the counter. So obviously when you were paying the cashier would say, well, no, your limit is two, and you've got three. Do you need to leave one back? I don't know about like household goods, like toilet paper. I mean, you, <laughs> we did have the issue of hamster. <laughs> I still remember the the speech by by Ritter. Um, but places like Kreitfort and Eertos, which sell vitamins, I know it was on the hunt for vitamin C at some point in paracetamol. And um, on the racks, it clearly said you could only buy two of these a maximum or three per customer. So I do think that certain items were um, rationed to an extent because people were buying so much of it. 
You know, yeah. every time a new medicine came out, vitamin C helps people brought up vitamin C. Then they said zinc is a cure. Then zinc got brought up. And then it was vitamin D. So I've, I've seen it more with, with uh, vitamins and medicine. But yeah, people do idiotic things. And for some reason, humankind thinks if the world is going to end, give me my two-ply toilet paper. No, it's 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 bad. It's it's I honestly felt like I was going back in time, like to pre-war Britain, because I'd imagine that's what it was like. You were only allowed to buy two of each of each item. And it was a real like surreal feeling. And I even some I even joked with my housemates um that I lived with in in, in London that, you know, I, I saw these shelves. These, these empty shelves in, in the supermarkets. And honestly, I, I always joked and I said, geez, it must suck to be in Zimbabwe. But I actually got to see what it was like to see. In, and I'm not making this up. Shelves, shelves that were never, ever bare were bare in the supermarkets. And I thought, you go, to the, you go to the frozen aisle section, it's nothing. The fridge is actually hot because there's nothing inside the fridge. Honestly, now I, I knew what it was like to live in Zimbabwe in a first world country. It was shocking to see. And the irony is there's no shortage. It mm -mm. just messes up the supply chain. Yeah. There's a developed country like the Netherlands or the UK. The supply chain, the logistics process is rigged to such an extent. There's always stuff. There's not like the world has run out of meat or toilet paper or apples. But because people do the hamster buying, it screws up the entire logistics chain. And then the poor packers and the stockers are up there until midnight stacking shelves, which is terrible. Mm. The only difference between the UK and Zimbabwe, Wade, is that in, the, in Zimbabwe you had to come with a wheelbarrow full of cash to buy a, to buy a bread. That's well, the I, only difference. Well, I still had to come with a wheelbarrow anyway to get whatever I could from the supermarket. So <laughs> it didn't change much. <laughs> it as well. Yeah, no, it was... It was I, I, I need to look and see if I have a picture on my phone. It was shocking. I mean, literally, you go to the frozen aisle section where you get your French fries. That aisle was bare. The, as I said, the, the, the fridges that keep your, that's supposed to keep your food frozen were hot because there was just nothing in the fridge. It was surreal. But, you know, luckily, you know, supermarkets got things under control by, you know, making us live in pre-war era and saying, no, you can only have two of these items. It was crazy, very crazy. And, you know, I, I hope that we don't go back into stuff like that. Obviously, as I said, everyone now in the UK is panicking because obviously not just because of Corona, but of Brexit. This is going to be happening in less than two weeks. So, yeah, it's it's terrible. Very, very the only thing that I'm stocking up on is whiskey. I can see that you're drinking away. Are you gonna? Are you planning? Never have too much whiskey. <laughs> uh, what? What do you? How much are you planning on drinking tonight, Marius? Um, depends on how long the show goes. And we can. I mean, we're, <laughs> and listen, we're 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 on we're we're unlimited, so we can go for two hours if you want. It's Christmas. Got enough whiskey to cover two hours. Okay, good. I think Natasha better get another drink. So that's it's um it's crazy, very very uh, uh, crazy to see. Now um I see that France has, uh, oh, Britain twisted their arm and they reopened their borders, as a mass coronavirus testing program uh started for for truck drivers. 
to relieve congestion um, at the British ports following an agreement um, to reopen the borders. I saw some videos um, on Sky News um, this afternoon, and there there were bizarre scenes. There were truck drivers who were behaving like... um, 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 What's that group called? Um, 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 Greenpeace. They were, they were acting like Greenpeace uh, uh, activists. They were lying in front of their trucks because they didn't... Uh, their excuse was um, they didn't want to lose their queue. Uh, they, they didn't want to lose their space in the queue because obviously before you could... Uh, uh, go onto the ferry that takes you to France. You had to get a... The agreement with the UK and France is you have to get a negative COVID test. And the truck drivers were saying, well, if we if we lose our place in the queue, that means obviously we're going to have our managers on our case and the bosses on our case saying, you know, why is everything delayed and all of that. So it was outrageous things I was seeing. People were lying in front of their trucks. People were punching police officers. It was... Crazy. Nothing, you know, something I don't want to see. Look, but I feel for those guys. Can you imagine sitting in hours in a truck, which is shit enough, and now you're stuck at a border post for three days. You haven't had a hot shower. You're eating God knows what to survive. You want to get home for Christmas. You know, I I, I understand that it's appalling behavior, but I kind of get it. It's that time of year. Plus, you know, this is the last thing they expected. And if stuff doesn't move, you know, I, I buy a lot of stuff from the UK, which I still haven't gotten. And it's because probably the couriers and the drivers can't cross the border. So I can understand the frustration. And yeah, why can't they just send out medical workers to the truck drivers, do the PCR test and send them on their way? Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. I don't. But don't you think these truck drivers are used to living in these kind of in this kind of way? You know, like no, but you, you shouldn't have to make it worse than it is. You know, of course. And dads. I listen to Radio Five Three Eight in the mornings, and they've been calling a female truck driver, uh, Fraulecke Chauffeur, uh, in the mornings to see how she's moving, and uh, it's 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 a hard and it's a tough life. It's an honest living. But you shouldn't. It shouldn't have to be worse than it already is. It's still human beings, you know. It's somebody's dad or brother or mother or sister. So I think that regardless of that, it's Christmas, and we need to have a little bit of empathy for our fellow man and woman. Absolutely. And look, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I wish this upon them. Upon them because they're used to this, these kind of conditions, you know, living on the road. But you know, I, I think it's it's it's. Yeah, it's, it's it, it is what it is, you know. It it just is what it is. Anyway, um, there's this virus that I was telling you about, the one that's apparently South Africa's infection infectious coronavirus is more it, it, it's uh, supposedly deadly, according to the UK health minister. Now, I wouldn't believe anything this guy says because when he gets asked questions about how he's how he's dealing and coping with the virus. You can't seem to answer that, so I wouldn't be—I wouldn't believe anything that comes out this guy's mouth. But anyway, the UK has found that South Africa's new coronavirus variant in the country 
um, is a lot more uh, uh, deadlier than the one that's in the UK. Now, this new vari- variant is highly concerning because it is yet more transmiss- transmissible, and it appears to have mutated further than the new variant that has been discovered here in the UK, Matt Hancock said. Mm, I don't know. I just think it's just a bitterness. That's all. I see more people. More people are asking if their flights if their flights are still taking you know taking off. Ridiculous. Honestly. <laughs> You really hate them, don't you, Wade? I, I, I hate the fact that... Where, where, where have you been these past few days? And not just that, you're part of this group. The first thing that you would see when you log into the group is five, six, seven posts uh, of, you know, what's happening, that the Dutch have closed their borders. So what makes you special? What makes you different? That, oh, maybe because I'm special, my flight will still take off. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, that was the news. Our last news of the year. Um, I, 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 I feel like a, a, a playing a, a, a few games. What do you say? Depends on what they are. I don't know. That's... Poker. Strip poker. I, I don't know if Natasha will be up for that. I mean, she's already wearing her Christmas hat, so that's a, that's a start. That's the kinky I'll get. Okay, well, yeah, look. Just, just, just for the audience, he's wearing clothes as well. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Quite neat. No, you're, you're, look, you're looking very producey tonight. <laughs> producey, thanks. Yeah, very producey. Morris is looking very techy tonight. <laughs> I do like your sweater. Where'd you get it from? My daughter actually got it uh, for us about a year ago, and this and is still now. Fits you. Since then, every Christmas we, we we put this on. This is now the second Christmas. Um, <clears throat> so our family is scattered all over the world, um, Australia, all yeah. different workplaces. So the idea now is um, for her to ask, well, she sent a message to every, all the family members across the world to send their photos in. So what she will do is she will now put a collage together and do a little bit of a, a blog post on it uh, about the family members across the world. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Right. We, we still have to take our photo, but uh, she started receiving uh, some of the other family members' photos. Uh, quite interesting. Uh, photos with dogs and photos with rabbits and photos with you know, all the different pets that all the family members has. Quite interesting. You know, the thing with Christmas sweaters is usually it's, it's they, they're usually designed to show how much weight you've put on from the, from the previous year. So when you put it on, you see, oh, shit, I don't fit in this anymore. But you've, I mean, this is a year now, so, you, and you look like you've about, it looks like it's almost too big for you, Marius. Yes, it's looking fit and trim. You see my six pack? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't. I mean, look, Marius is a very athletic guy. I mean, you wake up at a ridiculous time in the morning and you go to the gym. Oh, no, you can't anymore because it's closed, but you did go to the gym. Yeah, he goes I, running. Yeah, I usually go uh, early mornings to the gym. Uh, I think I saw you the other day actually running. Yeah, and then uh, I have also days that I go running um, as well. 
But uh, with the lockdown now, the gyms, of course, is closed. So I have a, a program that I do just normal body weight training. Uh, but also it, uh, it goes with a lot of running as well. Um, that's why I'm enjoying my whiskey so much because I did my um, uh, 6K run this morning. Yeah, you're, so you're having a I, cheat day. Guilt. Yeah, you're having a cheat day. I think that's more than, uh, more than acceptable, you know, with the, with the work you've done this year i think it's 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 acceptable I, th- I think i did see you run the other day when i was re- riding my bicycle I'm sure it was you saw some guy going <gasps> is that you that wasn't me no oh. i thought it was you damn okay you'll, ne- you'll never see me run not at that time in the morning i, mean, I can run i i mean not that i can't run i can i just you'll never see me running at that time in the morning I mean, it's it's uh, very um, therapeutic to, to go out in the morning, clear your yeah. mind, get it done before your day starts. It is uh, it's it 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 gets you going, gets the energy levels yeah. up, and then you set for the day. No, hundred percent. Uh, I mean, look, it's it's either it's either go for a run in the morning or have morning sex. I'd rather choose the latter. Well, why can't you do both? Because you're too tired. No, never too tired for sex, my man. No, <laughs> go for a run. Is much older than you, Wade, and he sounds like he's 20 times better than you. I mean, go for a run after sex. I mean, all I want to do is just turn over. Last thing I want to do is go for a run. And well, the I run after my kids, so it, that it, counts as... Uh, it does. As- it does, but can I just say, the worst thing is... And maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm just not this kind of person. But the worst thing is after you've just finished making love, they want to cuddle you. It's like, don't do that. Wait, no wonder you don't have a girlfriend. We have to fix this. Marius, we need an intervention. No, we we need a serious intervention here. So so, so just a question about don't cuddle. Why is that? Is it because you're too hot at that point in time? or? Uh, Well, I've just... I mean, spill the beans here. Look, I've just... I've just seduced myself, and now you want me to cuddle. I don't have energy to do that. I'm just... <laughs> Wait, seriously, we need to up your fitness. Look, it's, it's kind of like... It's kind of like... And, I, I, and I'm being honest now. I haven't watched porn for I don't know how long. It's been a while. But it's kind of like when you, when you watch porn and you get to the money shot, and it's like after you've, you know soiled yourself you don't want to look at it anymore it's like oh geez i just looked at that let me turn my close my laptop so it's like that yeah it's time i agree with it does i think it's time that we we get your fitness levels up i look i it's time for you to start doing crunches i am incredibly uh incredibly fit actually um you know i was actually i was in the shower this morning and i was having a look at my my legs you know my my, um, I don't know what you call these. What is your thighs? Do, do we want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, I'm also thinking this is a story suitable. <laughs> no, look. Obviously, you can't see because I'm wearing jeans. But you, what is this? Is this your glutes and your, your thigh muscles. Yeah, my thigh muscles, right? I kid you not, look like a rugby player because I cycle. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Wait. Tell if, me. If, when Corona has lifted. Yeah. Come to the rugby club for a couple of training sessions. Yeah, I would love to. Honestly, I would pay to see that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Look, 
I'm talking to you guys about bring my pom poms. I yeah, yeah, and, and, and we can videotape it and upload it as part of a podcast what, session. What you guys don't, <laughs> what you guys don't understand is, I actually enjoy being fit and keeping in shape. I know, I know, it sounds hilarious when I say this, but I really do. I, I, I enjoy going to the gym and working out and eating healthy and eating healthy and living healthy. It's just you know sometimes I don't get a chance to to do it because I'm very busy with other things so yeah that's why and obviously now I can't I can't work out and you see I'm one of these I'm one of these people where I can't do this home this home workout because I need I, I need to be in a in that environment to be able to want to work out you know so I can't I can't do this home workout I mean I know people that do I mean they do squats and all of that but to me I need to be in that environment to actually work out i've tried it i've tried working out at home but i just i i i have a very bad motivation when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah it's a it's a, it's a lifestyle decision it's a yeah. it's a way of living decision. i mean i'll never forget I, I saw when i saw when i met david when he was in the studio david lipman jesus that guy looks like he could outrun anyone you know that guy is fit i mean i've, I've still got a, a, a image of this not in a dirty way but i mean i've still got an image of this guy in my mind and i just remember him sitting in the chair just thinking wow this guy is super fit yeah he certainly is uh, and he does quite a lot of running and um I mean, if you look at uh, David size, he's not a he's not a big guy, no. but he has he's done Olympic weightlifting as well. Um, Jesus. So no, no, David is a, is a, is a pretty uh, pretty fit guy at the moment, and uh, um, we exchange quite a quite a lot of information around training and fitness and that those type of things. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, coming back to coming back to your situation. Look, do you want me to send you a picture of when I was in the gym of my six pack, just to prove? <laughs> it was look, it's a very, it's a very topless, dirty picture, but I don't mind. I'll send you that, just uh, to prove. Yeah, I'm not sure um, if I should say yes or no. What do you think, Natasha? Should I send you guys in the group message a picture of my topless body? <laughs> we can use it as blackmail material at some point. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I don't think any girl would want to see this body of mine. In that shape. But look, I moral of the story is I do, I really do enjoy uh, working out. I really do. Um, it's just unfortunate that, you know, I, I can't seem to keep it up. I can sort of because, you know, I cycle a lot. So that's you good. You can't keep it up? I, a problem. Problem with my... You need to invest in some Pfizer. I was just about to say I'm waiting for my vaccine. But you can't keep it up, seriously, dude. Wait, you're not even 30 yet. What has gone wrong? Do you know what's gone wrong? I, I can't give you the answer. I, I don't know what's gone wrong, but uh, uh, many things have gone wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, listen, what have you guys, um, what have you guys uh, really enjoyed most about working here for Amsterdam Lab? What's been your most memorable moment working for Amsterdam Lab? Most memorable 
moment. I, I, you know what I remember, and I just for some reason I can't. I just it's a funny thing. I remember you know b- before we launched, you know we had lots of meetings, lots of planning meetings, and all of that. And I remember the day when uh, <laughs> we when we met Thomas, and uh, we were all vir- we were all virtual, and getting darker and darker and darker and we've all got our lights on and Morris is sitting there in the room in pitch dark and I'm just I'm thinking and I'm waiting and I'm thinking Morris don't you know it's dark in your house you should turn your camera on and eventually Morris was like geez Thomas where, where do you live in the Netherlands because it looks really bright there he's like yes it's because I have my lights on <laughs> and the, the whole room was just pitch dark and I couldn't you couldn't see Morris, and you could just hear him. And I'm just thinking to myself, do you know it's dark? Are you drunk? Or, or what? But that's been my, my funniest moments. Um, and I just, I can't seem <laughs> to get out of my, my head. I've, I've been, uh, as they say in South Africa, <laughs> I've been the scum. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my memorable moment, I must uh, admit, is now being a technology guy is when we actually set up uh, the studio <laughs> you know connecting all the stuff um, you know putting the the mics into the swivel arms um, powering up the the rogue you know the cast pro, mm-hmm. pro i need to update that those, by the way i mean th- those were uh, that was memorable sort of like you know the excitement of getting all the stick set up and integrated and connected and getting onto the network that for me was a memorable moment i actually remember i remember when uh, when you came down to the studio that day um because i i I had to be here early because um the company that was delivering the delivering the furniture didn't tell me the time they were coming so i had to be just be there so i was here at i don't know god knows what time i think seven o'clock in the morning i was here and anyway, I remember seeing Morris coming inside and that sounded dirty, but I remember seeing him coming inside and <laughs> for the second time and um, being very happy. That's usually what happens when you come inside. You're very happy. And um, I, I remember seeing his face just light up. Of all, I mean, I think there's a picture that we put on our Instagram accounts of how everything looked. Um, it, was very, it was really messy, as obviously you would expect. Um, there's boxes everywhere and cables, but I remember his face lighting up and seeing uh, all of this stuff. I remember that. It's, it's actually, he's, he's doing the same expression now. It's almost like he remembers. Reliving the moment. Mm. Yeah. What's been yours, Natasha? Now, for me, is seeing your face with the interview with Lindsay when she pulled out the penis and vagina pillows. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting that, by the way. We should we should get it back on the show. You know, more. I think we should get it on the show because more of like a I told you so kind of thing. Because you know, she was you know she was saying, look, my my heart is telling me Biden, and Biden won. I don't think we'll get Chris back on the show. Chris will just lay on. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris will come back on, but then he'll tell you the travesty of how Trump was cheated and how America has been dominated by the new world order that is making 
blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Which blah. is interesting because when Trump did get his way and had the second vote, they found more Biden votes. So. You know, that man has lost the, the election, I think, 12 times by now. Yeah. He continues on his param pa pam pam No, absolutely. I think, yeah, we should definitely get Lindsay back on and see how things are going with her. Um, and, oh, yeah, it'd be good. Do you think Chris will come back on? I think, yeah, I think he would. He was pretty keen. He, he responded to me last time and he said if we ever want him back on, like I said, I think that man loves uh, loves a platform. So uh, Yeah, well, so does Trump. Yeah, so, so do all uh, ideological uh, right-wingers. They all have a platform. No, definitely. I, look, if he wants to come on the show, we'll have him on the show. I don't know what we're going to talk about because, you know, the whole point of him coming on the show was to, you know, not just talk about repel, you know, how brainwashed Republicans are, but, you know, his love for rugby. But we spoke about that. We spoke about his love for rugby and South Africa. So what else are we going to talk to him about? Anyone know? Yeah. I think I think it's going to be a lot of dead air. That's for sure. Speaking of dead, how about we get into the Deadpool? Yeah, please, let's do it. You got yours, Marius? Well, um, I don't have an extensive list. I mean, uh, you only need five anyway, so it's not it's not a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I don't even get to five, but at this point okay. in time, I would love to hear your Deadpool list. But my Deadpool list, number one, and the only one on the list is COVID-19. <laughs> Very well said, yes, well said. Although we are sort of killing that, slowly. Oh, it's killing us, <laughs> quickly. Okay. What's, uh, how, many, how, how many do you have? One, two, three? Just only one. Only one. Only one. Mean, uh, COVID-19 up till number 10. Okay, well, very good, very good. Uh, let's say yours, Natasha. I have to first start with from an ideological and a human being perspective. I wish do not wish death or ill upon anybody on this list. Oh, no, 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 she does. Don't worry, she does. But I mean, it's they irk me because of what they represent. I think all, all five people on this list represent something that's wrong with humanity right now. Okay, let me, before you go, let me guess. Are they really old white men? Uh, one is. Okay. Okay. One. Maybe two, depending on, on how you would cl classify his ethnicity. Okay. So at number five is the actor known as Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. For the upteenth time of spousal abuse, <laughs> he gave his ex-girlfriend an STD. He gaslighted her. He's basically an all-around shitty human being. And Jesus. even Sia said she messed up her marriage and had an adulterous affair with this guy. So he's a pretty bad dude. And I, funny enough, today in the Netherlands, Johnny De Mol, who's from the famous De Mol, Mol family, is in the shit as well. He's also being accused of spousal abuse. So Shia represents all those men who this year used COVID to use and abuse and gaslight their spouses. Yeah, so no, that's, that's my list. Disgusting. Natasha, I've got a baseball bat, so just let me know. <laughs> Uh, no, he'd probably say I'm abusing him, so uh, I'm okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. No surprises, although he probably should come with his family as Kanye West. Right. I wonder what's happened to him, by the way. He's disappeared. 
He's Kanye West has disappeared. I don't know where he's gone. He's gone into the sunken place, I think. Yeah, ever since he ever since um he he announced that he was going to be president in his mind, we never heard of the guy again. So I don't know, no idea where he's gone. Like I said, he's into the sunken place. <laughs> Number three, the only South African on my list, although he represents a bunch of idiots. South oh, Africans, is he that conspiracist guy? The man who has fallen not only down the conspiracy rabbit hole, but is a a racist and an idiot and a bigot to boot. So thanks for representing our country, Chris. Yeah, Chris Chameleon. Number two is Donald J. Trump. Okay. Funny that he's at the top of my list, but yeah, everything he stands for, but hopefully gets the boot in, a, in a less than a month. But the man at the top of my list, the president of all presidents, is the president of Brazil, Gerald Bolsonaro. Really? who still denies COVID, who had COVID, who ran Brazil into the ground even before COVID, who blamed the media for COVID, calling calling the media shitsters and making up facts. He gets my top spot, and he might be the only one that I would not necessarily cry if he got hit by a truck today. That's, that's, that's interesting. I would have expected maybe... You know, someone like Chris Chameleon to be number two, Donald Trump number one, Joe Bolsonaro. That's interesting. I'm, yes, he's an idiot. Um, did you hear what he said about um, in his last uh, absurd rant? He said that uh, if you if you um, what if you um, if you take the vaccine, I th- don't correct me if I'm wrong. I think he said if if you take the vaccine, you will start talking like a crocodile, and females will grow beards. I have no clue, but I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But the man just represents, I mean, he's crazier than Trump. He's even crazier well, than Trump. Well, Brazil is such a fragile, it's such a beautiful and fragile economy, and he's ruined it. Did, did he really say that? No, really. It was in the news. Um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. He's crazier than No, really. He, he said that, um, I, I spoke about it on Friday's, on Friday's show. It was in the news. Um Apparently, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, really. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think it. I think he said if you take the vaccine or if you don't take the vaccine. But it would make more sense if you took the vaccine because he's very no, anti-vaccine. As reported on by Business Insider and France 24. And the Wade Hutchison Bruce show. warns vaccine can turn people yeah. into crocodiles. Yeah, and, and females like can grow beards. Yeah, and females can grow beards. It's like believing in the tokolos. <laughs> exactly. This man is just, he, I mean, he, he, he emerged late last year, branding, branding it a little flu. This week he insisted he would not be vaccinated. I mean, and this is the man at the helm of a country needing to launch a mass, mass vaccination yeah. program that refuses. So you see why this man is at the top of my hit list. No, of course. I mean, look, he's a, I think he he just like with Trump, he knows he's he's losing out on power. So he, of course he's going to say all of these outrageous things to get the support from these people who believe in all of these conspiracy theorists in theories. So I'm not surprised. I'm just surprised that he's on top of your list. That's a real surprise. Yeah. You got me. You got me good there. Okay. Yeah. Surprise. Hmm. Well, my Deadpool list. And um, 
most of the most of these people you already know, but I've had to edit it. Um, in um, in in fifth place is Brexit because that's just that's yeah that just that needs to die. Not just not just because of what's happening. It's just it needs to die. I'm I'm done with it. I'm sick of it. Get it over and done with. Whatever happens. Um, fourth place, very interestingly, is Kanye West. I have, I kept him on the list. Um, third place, it was a it was a tie. Yes, Marius. No, I'm good. Oh, I thought you were going to butt in there. Okay, sorry. You 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 got up off your chair like you're going to make an announcement. I was like, oh, I can't wait no, to he's hear this. Getting his next bottle of whiskey. I can't wait to hear this. Um, what are we now? We're in third place. So third place was uh, Donald Trump. He slipped down my my Deadpool list because you know I know he's leaving office now. So you know he slipped down. Uh, second place was Prince uh, Prince Philip, who's your casual who's your casual ra- a racist. Um, and by the way. If if he, I'm still surprised. I mean, the amount of car accidents this guy has, and he's still alive. Honestly, I can't believe that they let him drive. That's uh, my thing. Uh, right. A 99 year old man, and obviously in first place is no surprise. Boris Johnson. Good old Boris. Mm, don't know about that, but uh, surprisingly, COVID's not on that list. But anyway, well, I think look, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, 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 handy handy thing to have. I've heard rumors that he's stepping down in January, Boris Johnson. But I, I, again, I don't believe anything that comes out of any politician's mouth that's in the current party, because it's almost like when you watch them on the TV, you see their lips moving, but it's someone else's voice that you're hearing. It's a Muppet. Mm. So that's my Deadpool. It certainly would be interesting to see the outcome of Brexit from, you know, the impact on the UK economy um, going forward. Well, if it certainly would be interesting to follow, you know, I'm of course going to follow that uh, to see what's going to happen. If anything, I think that you've you've kind of seen. You've kind of seen the start of it with, you know, with all of these trucks that are backing up. I'm not, not just on the on the highway. They've even um, they've even they're using they're using old abandoned airfields very close to Kent, where they where they're telling all these truck drivers to park because they just the the, the congestion is just getting out of control. So if anything, you're seeing the start of of that, and also you saw how the how the Brits reacted when they saw. France and the Netherlands and Belgium closing their borders because of this virus. So, if anything, you, it, you, you're seeing the start of it. But look, I'm not there anymore, so I don't have to care about it. Obviously, I have family over there, but well, it's their decision. They choose to live there. So, so, so just a question yes. on the you know, round-the-table question. Tell us, tell us, Marius, tell us your question. Do you, do you believe that the UK, Wade and Natasha, do you believe that the UK will prosper 
once Brexit has been executed? No. Prosper? I don't know if, if they'll prosper, but I think it will probably be a much be shitty business as usual. No. Yeah. Look, I'm... Run of the mall type of situation. Listen, I, I lived in the UK for 12 years, and... The... What, what are you doing, Wade? Are you stretching your quads or what? No, I'm just, the ladies. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm just, he now has to prove that he's fit. So he's flexing. Yes, I'm flexing. Yes. I'm no, I'm just in a very comfortable position. What do you drink? What I, what, what was I drinking? I was drinking that Redler. I'm not drinking anymore. I don't have anything <laughs> in else. Uh, certainly I, falling behind uh, well, I, look, I have to be responsible on the show. I have to keep things under control, you know. By the way, where is Thomas? Anyone know? Uh, he had his early Christmas party, so he probably passed out early, thought to uh, himself drunk on Yeah, that's very, very disappointing of him, very annoying. I was looking forward to our, our final sports, looking, looking, looking forward to whatever outrageous sports that he could find, but anyway... Um, no, to, to, to answer your question, Marius, no, I lived in the UK for 12 years and the UK needs the EU. It's, it's that simple. I don't know where this idea comes from. We are better than the EU because if you look back in time, and I think Angela said it when I spoke with her, um, and if you do look back in time, Britain was known as the poor man of Europe. Now, I'm, I'm not making this up. You know, you know, load shedding in South Africa. Well, ESCOM actually saw that. They, they, they just copied that from the UK because the UK, it was so bad in the 70s that you had to, the power was switched off because the government had no money to keep lights on. I'm not making this up. You can go look it, go look it up. It, Britain was known as the poor man of Europe. Yet they colonized the world. Yeah. years ago. Yep. And then they looked at Europe and they saw, you know, how everything was working, you know, as it is still, and that's why they wanted to join this. And now all of a sudden, no, we, 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 we don't need you. We're too good for you. You need us. We don't need you. It's nonsense, utter nonsense. But again, I'm not there. I don't have to, I mean, I can still watch it on the news and laugh myself to death. But uh, yeah, I, I no. Britain's not going to be a prosperous country. I wouldn't believe anything that comes out of anyone's mouth that says that because you are deluded. Very interesting. Mm. Uh, it, it is interesting. And, uh, of course, um, we will all follow it with uh, yeah. anticipation and follow it with uh, quite a high interest uh, to see how all of this develops. Have you guys ever been to the UK, by the way? I have yeah. not actually. No, you, no. Morris, you've never been. No, good. You, know, I mean, you wouldn't want to go to the UK. No, it's such a schlep being a South African on a South African passport, having to go. I need a bloody visa and a DNA sample and proof what? of all sorts of things. Well, now you need a DNA sample. Yes. Yeah, uh, now it's going to be even worse. Ireland? Have you been to Ireland? Uh, no, I, I know it's the one country that we're allowed to go, and I really want to go. 
But uh, no, I've I've used my time in Europe to explore Europe and Asia and the Americas. So I've actually had no burning desire bar Good. going to the outer world to go to the UK. Mm. No, Ireland, Ireland is uh, quite a quite a beautiful country. Scotland? Yeah, I've been to Scotland. I've been to Edinburgh. Very, very pretty. Very, very pretty. Actually, it looks very similar to Amsterdam, you know, because they've got trams and the, the, the architecture is very, it's very Amsterdam-y, ironically. It's really nice. Um, no, Scotland's really nice. Wales, I've lived in Wales. It's full of sheep. We know what you think about Wales. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think um, let's, uh, let's wrap things up, get, uh, you know, Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the, the, the evening. And um, it's been such a such an awesome year. I'm incredibly proud of not just Amsterdam Lab, but what we've achieved here. Um, we've done things. We've spoken to so many people. I can't even remember who we've spoken to. That's how many people we've spoken to. Such interesting, funny, uh, fit, healthy people. It's been a joy to to have spoken with them. It's been a joy to have worked with both of you guys, Natasha, Marius. It's been a real pleasure. And I, I could not have asked for a better team to have. And I really mean that. Uh, you guys have been an, an amazing uh, asset to uh, to Amsterdam Lab. So I'm incredibly proud to to have you guys on board. Okay, so where's the Christmas bonus, Wade? Um, actually, I've got your presents in the studio. I'm looking at them right now. I'll bring so your present. Whiskey, I'm happy. Well, I'll bring that on our next uh, on our next meetup. Uh, I'll bring your present, um, Natasha, when I see you for your for the lunch. It better be called out cash, Wade. Otherwise, I'm not interested. I'll I'll give you the receipt and exchange it for cash if you want. All right, all right, everybody. Uh, have a very merry, merry, merry Christmas. Uh, stay safe. You've got plenty of more podcasts to listen to. You've got our first show, which I see is doing very well <laughs> in the ratings. Um, and you've got some other very interesting podcasts. So uh, enjoy those podcasts. We will be back on the 11th, right? Yep, 11th of January. So that's not too long away if you think about it. Uh, have a very good new year. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, we'll chat in the new year.